0: Senior Life Journeys presents Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia, a podcast designed to help caregivers find knowledge, power, hope, and smiles in their dementia caregiving journey. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. Here is your host, best selling author, Carol Howell. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. I'm Carol Howell, your host, and I'm glad you're joining me today. I am recording a couple episodes all on the same day because I got a little bit behind taking some time off for the holidays. Now, I normally would go change shirts so you would think I would recorded them on different days. But I just decided, heck, it's just not worth the effort. So if you're listening to this, then you, of course, don't know. You don't care. But if you're watching this, you're thinking, did she not have that same shirt on yesterday? <laughs> You're right, I did. But anyway, I've got a lot to do today, so I thought I would get some of these shows done in advance and hopefully say something today that's going to help you. Well, I want to talk to you about this Um, particular item I'm holding. And for those of you that are listening to this, what I have here is a shoulder pad that was given to me by a friend whose wife had gone through um, every stage of Alzheimer's type dementia. This shoulder pad says on it, please call the police. They are holding holding me captive. The other side says, please call the police. Um, My father... Uh, I can't read it anymore. It used to say my father beats me um, on a shoulder pad. And he gave that to me. And I'm like, okay, there's a story here. How about telling me? why you're giving it to me and the story behind it. Well, it was very disturbing um, and hard for him. His wife at that point, like I said, was living in the last stages of Alzheimer's. And they were living assisted living together. She was in memory care. He was in assisted living. And they moved there because that particular event had happened that surrounded that um, shoulder pad. So his wife was very good about getting up in the middle of the night, wandering around the house, and he had put all kinds of locks on the doors up high where she couldn't reach them, so she couldn't get out and wander you know, down the road and them not know where she was, and he did all these precautions to protect her. But one, one night he woke up. She was not in the bed. He could not find her. Where is she? And she'd gone in the basement, and she was in a closet, and she had shut herself in the closet, And she found somewhere along the way a Sharpie. I don't know how that came to be. And this shoulder pad was in a coat that was in that closet. And she took it out. And she wrote on that shoulder pad the things that were going on in her mind. Now, why would she say, call the police? I'm being held captive. My father is beating me. Well, you see, when she was a little girl, her father did beat her very frequently, it must have been just a horrific existence. Then he would lock her in the closet and she would have to stay in that closet until he decided she could come out. And from what I understood, that could even be a day or so. He would just leave her locked in the closet. So when she awoke that particular night, in the middle of the night, um, she was so far back in time that that's what she thought was going on. And she made her way to the basement and locked herself in the closet now that is just an incredibly sad story and it sounds like something I'm making up but I promise you this really happened and this was given to me as a result the the shoulder pad <clears throat> but to think that what she was going through at that point in her life um, was so horrific I tell you you don't know what people are dealing with every day um, you, you look at people and you see and you think they've just got the world, you know, handled. And life is good and they look great. and I look at them and think they don't need to lose weight. Happy for them. And they're beautiful, too. And I pretty much hate people like that. But you don't know what they're dealing with. And this lady, on top of dealing with Alzheimer's and being confused, was back in a time in her life that was a horrific time of her life. Now, you remember with Alzheimer's, we lose our memories in the reverse order in which we gained them. So we are sitting here in the year, year 2020, so those memories are going to be lo- re- lost in that reverse order. So we're going to re- lose 2010, and then we're going to lose 2005, and then we're going to lose 1990, then 1970, and 1960, going backwards. So I don't know what year it was that her dad um, was so horrifically awful to her. But that's how far back in life, in history, that she had traveled. That's where she was living in her brain. And it was an awful time of her life. As if Alzheimer's wasn't bad enough. But to land at a point in your life where you were being abused um, and mistreated so, so awful. I mean, oh my word, it just, it tore my heart out for her. And I can tell you, she was not easy to get along with. When I would visit her in memory care, I would dread going. I'm just being honest with you because she was angry. She was very uncooperative. I don't care what food you gave her. She didn't like it. I don't care what song you sang. She didn't like it. Nothing made her happy. And when her husband visited, it did not make her happy because she did not any longer know who she knew who he was. She was that far back in time. She was way past the time from which they had met. She was a young girl. But then when I realized and learned her story, my heart got a little more sympathetic towards her. So I kept trying to reach her and to be to be accepting of where she was. But I can tell you what she didn't want. She did not want to be touched And I'm a touchy-feely girl. You know, I want to hold your hand and rub your shoulder and stroke your face. Do you think she wanted someone coming towards her to touch her? No, because to her, you're coming towards her to hurt her that's where she was in her life being aware of that in your loved one hopefully you know their story um if you don't you need to find it out from someone who can share it with you or if you're caregiving in a professional setting knowing the story of that person you're caregiving for what did they deal with in their early life as a child maybe did they had an abusive husband um whatever i had a client that went through um auschwitz yeah, life was different from her than anything I could imagine, but knowing that, it changed how I responded to her, and her interaction with me was changed because of it. Knowing about your person, your LO, it's important. It changes your caregiving journey. You know, this is true for whoever you're dealing with. When you're going to the grocery store and your cashier is just in a little bit of a mood, you know, and slinging your eggs down the conveyor belt, and you're thinking, back the truck up, you're going to break my eggs. Well, maybe instead of saying, back the truck up, you're going to break my eggs, we might need to respond in a kinder way with, let me move those eggs for you. Are you having a good day today? How's your day been? It might just cut that anxiety and that tension right in half, and they might take a breath and relax a little bit. I'll tell you something I've been doing when I go to Walmart. I don't like going to Walmart. I'm sorry. Sorry, Walmart. I just don't like going, but I have to go sometimes. I call my cashier by name. They've got those big name tags on. That name tag is not there just to, you know, keep their bra in place while they hook it to their shirt. (laughs) No, it's so you'll know their name. Call their name. And if you go, hi, Anna, how are you? Hi, Susie. Hi, John. You would be surprised at how they they just stop all of a sudden like, oh, my gosh, they call me by name. I'm a person. I'm a real human being, not just someone that's ringing up your groceries or your purchase. Call them by name. It's those little things we do in our life that makes a difference. Yes, it is. Learning about your people, being kind to them, and realizing that they are living in a different time and place than you are, and maybe trying to understand what that time and place is. It can change their, their world, change yours too. We don't want anything to happen like this shoulder pad with please call the police, I'm being held captive. Mm, sad story. All right. Well, I hope you have a good day. I hope that you will share joy. I hope that you will receive joy. Blessings and smiles. Let's Talk Dementia would like to thank our sponsors, National Association of Veterans and Families. You can reach them at 800-352-2919 on the internet at www.navf.org. They speak veterans so you don't have to. And you tell them Carol sent you when you call to inquire about benefits for the veteran, the spouse of the veteran, or both. Editor Beth. You can find Ms. Beth Crosby at EditorBeth.com She is amazing at looking at what you've written and making sure it represents you well. Find her at www.EditorBeth.com And HD Imports. Located on Flint Street Extension in Rock Hill, South Carolina. That's York County. 803-9850-985 They are there for the hunt, the repair and maintenance of your Honda, Hyundai, Toyota, Toyota. Kia. Tell them Carol sent you. Thanks for joining us today for Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia. To learn more about dementia, we recommend Carol's best-selling book, also titled Let's Talk Dementia. It's available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle versions. Be sure to like Let's Talk Dementia on Facebook and leave us a kind word of review on iTunes. Remember, knowledge brings power. Power brings hope. Hope brings smiles. And we all need more smiles. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll be right here when you come back to Let's Talk Dementia.